Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five Jed Fish replacements. Now, Jason Shear kind of like burst my bubble on this one a little bit here. And it's, I don't think that because like if you have, if you fire Jimbo Fisher in November, right? You have time to interview five guys. If Jed Fish leaves you on January 14th, you don't really have time to interview five guys. So you have to kind of zero in. But of five candidates, these are people I think would make sense to some level for Arizona. And I didn't even include one of the ones that he mentioned. So we'll just we'll just race on through that point. Number five, Ryan Grubb. Clearly a guy who's going to start getting some head coaching interviews and is not going to be at the University of Washington. Uh, he's probably going to, you know, he's going to, to be the OC at Alabama. But, um, you know, if you wanted a guy who's on the up and maybe could be uh, a young court, uh, coach on the rise like your rival Arizona State did with Kenny Dillingham, maybe Ryan Grubb is the guy that you need to bring in. I like uh, the idea of him being a head coach. I just don't think he's on their list, but I do think he'd be a good fit for Arizona and in a school like them. And maybe with a coach like that, they could possibly keep Noah Fafita. You think he's going to leave Alabama? Even though to it's be a head coach, to be a head job, coach yeah. he should have just stayed at Washington unless that wasn't available well, they t- to him. He yeah. even said that they, yeah. they didn't offer it to him, so it wasn't going to happen. So, um, Number four, Cliff Kingsbury. Now, this would be in the realm of what they tried to do with Makovic, with Sumlin, and with Rich Rodriguez in that somebody who has not had a lot of success but people see a lot of potential in, like Cliff Kingsbury, they try to shoot some life into it. Um, he has the, the big, fun offense. You know, He's got quarterback skins on the wall. He just hasn't won very much as a head coach where he's been and it's maybe better to be settled at, as a – as a coordinator, but given some of Arizona's past hires, this one would seem to make sense. And maybe that's the place where Cliff can spread his wings and be the cliff that he, he fully thinks he can be. Yeah. I mean, I saw a uh, rumor or two about him. I think it was the Raiders. Maybe there was a talk about him interviewing for that. I've seen his name just thrown around for a lot of jobs. Don't quote me on that, yeah. but I was just searching through Twitter um, and, and saw his name mentioned for that. Uh, I don't like him as a head coach. I, I don't know why um, you couldn't do better uh, if you're Arizona, other than you're on a ticking clock. Uh, I just I would need to see more from Cliff Kingsbury mm-hmm. to feel like, yeah, let's give him another shot at being a college head coach because the last time we saw it, it wasn't very effective. So I get it though. Like big name could probably, you know, be desirable to some recruits. Uh, fun offense, those types of things. Um, so, yeah, I can totally understand why he'd be in the conversation. But for just me personally, I think he's got to work his way back a little bit more before I hand him the keys yeah. to a Power 5 job. Yeah. I've also seen Scott Frost names that are around for this job. Seen but that I just, a lot, too. I, I'm yeah. just not – I don't think that they're at that point. Uh, number three, Jake Diker at Washington State. Uh, this is um, – you know, he's he's done okay at Washington State. Now, they haven't had the kind of years that you thought. And they started out really well this year uh, and then just didn't finish very strong. But he is someone who I think a lot of people – 
uh, like and has an upward trajectory and Washington State's in a really weird uh, you know, spot right now with their conference. Uh, someone I think who could go into Arizona and Tucson and do very well, uh, but also someone I'll just tell you based on what we hear from Jason Shear, I don't think he's on this list, but if they were to hire Jake Dykert, I would rather have Jake Dykert than, say, Justin Wilcox, who just who Shear said that they had interviewed for the job. That would just be my personal thing, but... You know, uh, I'm not in charge. Wilcox has a pretty good living at uh, Cal. He, he, I think he's in his, yeah. his salary is pretty nice. Yeah, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I get it from from anybody on the West Coast that's going to the ACC's perspective. This is not going to be fun for them. You know, it, it, it like it, you know, winning games and all that, like whatever. But the fact that everything you do is going to be harder than everything it, that everybody else does in the conference when it comes to logistics. Those things are emotionally exhausting, but I do like Jake Dykert uh, as a fit at Arizona. If he wanted to go there, uh, I, it would be a good choice. Yeah. Number two, Barry Odom. This one I mentioned earlier. Yeah. yeah. I think Barry Odom would be a great choice for anybody. I think he's a great, he's a really good coach and uh, this is something that fits him. He's been at the power five level. He's had success now at UNLV and uh, appears headed on that upper trajectory. I don't know if he's a candidate for this job, but uh, if you're going to go in the group of five and pluck somebody, he's had a lot of success recently and he's recruited and been and coached at the P five level in a lot of different capacities. Yeah, he would make some sense. I mean, he's right there in that, that vicinity being in Nevada now at this point and did a really great job with the Rebs. Uh, unfortunately, lost his quarterback. and looks like he's going to lose his wide receiver mm-hmm. to some pretty big NIL money. <laughs> yeah. um, but, no, he's done a good job for a very short amount of time, obviously. But I think it was enough to, yeah, definitely warrant kicking the tires on uh, whether or not he is already deserving of, a, of another opportunity elsewhere. So, yeah, I think that's a name that Arizona should uh, certainly take a long look at. St. Dominic's Rosary. No, no, no on Barry Odom. He was terrible at Missouri, but he was really, it's been a really nice surprise at UNLV. Uh, he, okay, I'll tell you what, though. That last year he had at Missouri, mm. um, there were factors going on around him that were totally outside of his control. Yeah, that and, was uh, that uh, was a lot of the tension on campus, correct? Yeah, and yeah. so those are things like I, I'm going to give him a little bit of 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 grace on that uh, because things got weird in a hurry, and there were a lot of things that I don't think everybody understood that were going on, and that was that was kind of at the the first wave of something going on, not only in Missouri but in our whole country. Yeah, I'll was, tell you this: if if in fact Baylor was to have a coaching opportunity, if it would open, if the Randa last whatever, I guarantee you, not sure he would be the person, but I guarantee you, Mac Rhodes would interview him. Yeah, we we had him on our show yeah. right, right yeah. after, like right after mm-hmm. all that, and and he was, I mean. I came away very impressed with that conversation in that sometimes it's very hard, especially for coaches being on a show, they have, they have no idea who the hell you and I were. I mean, he has no idea who yeah. we are. We're just radio guys that got this interview with him. And he was candid to a level I respected that a lot of coaches don't do in the first interview out. Like he, you know, he didn't give us the, oh, we're just going to play Missouri football, you know, that kind of stuff. It was really in-depth and intelligent. And I, I, I like Barry Odom a lot. I think he, he could do well at, at other places. Number one. Brent Brennan at San Jose State. He was a finalist the last time around for this job. Has done a, a good job at, at San Jose State, although, you know, that that's, again, you know, kind of an up-and-down thing. But well thought of in circles as a coach on the rise. Uh, and, again, almost got the job last time, um, you know, when, when Jed Fish got hired. And it's not really been that long since Jed Fish got hired. And Brent Brennan hasn't done anything to change the fact that he might be qualified. And this is the kind of guy, you know, um, 
a, a group of five guy coming up to the power five that Arizona appears to have the budget for and what they're going to do. So I think Brent Brennan would be an excellent choice uh, for them. Don't know much about him. I, no. I, 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 see, I watched San Jose State one night. I just happened to watch him on TV, like the way they played, but I don't know enough about Brent Brenham. Yeah, he's a good, a good nice offensive mind, all those things that uh, you know he brings to it. I don't think he'd be much of a change from Jed Fish as far as philosophy goes. Um, I think you can kind of hit the ground running there. But, um, again, it looks like the, the former defensive coordinator who's not moved on to, to Texas might be the favorite, at least for the fans, at, at this point, to keep, yeah, talking about keep Nancy, everything together. Yeah. Yeah, Nancy. to come back after just leaving. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like with Alabama, they had a chance to keep Traveris Robinson. He ended up. I don't know if they could agree to what he was going to his position is going to be. DeBoer or whoever. He goes to Georgia. Then Alabama goes. Oh, wait a minute. We want to bring him back for a lot of reasons. One, he's an incredible recruiter. Caleb Downs. That alone. But they at least talked to him. He was interested, but decided still to stay where somebody else wanted him more at the time. This is different because the kid. Uh, Nansen, uh, who's in Austin, I would think, even today, could be a head coach at a place where he has some roots in the ground. Well, and, and look, that like he didn't know. Nobody knew that Nick Saban was going to retire, apparently, other than Jimmy Sexton. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. and, so that would be interesting because yeah. um, Texas fans obviously love the hire of Nansen when that was announced, uh, uh, what was it, late last week? Yeah, no, there would be no spinning that as, as, as a non-loss, even though he had hadn't been around long enough to do anything that would be a loss just based on the way he was celebrated as a hire and, and what a good get that was but yeah I mean if all of a sudden the school you were just at I mean I, I doubt his house has even been cleaned out just yet at this point uh, they all of a sudden come calling and want you to have that big promotion then who knows all bets are off I guess in that case but yeah that's I wasn't even thinking about him uh, because this has all happened so quickly but yep uh it's a respectable list. I'm sure there's some others uh, that are out there getting the feelers out as well. But, yeah, Arizona's on the clock. So let's see what they do, and let's see what kind of a domino effect, if any, that then has on you know some other jobs somewhere else as well. All right, so they're uh, starting the fourth quarter. Pittsburgh-Buffalo 24-10 Bills in that crazy weather that laid the game, the snow, but it seems like everything's going pretty much according to plan uh, right now. But there, there's still time left. The Steelers have been a team that you've almost had to cut their head off uh, to beat them. Buffalo's come back from a tough start with Josh Allen and what they do. Well, Steelers score here. It's only a one-score game yep. with uh, plenty of time. Well, I'm just I'm, – I'm totally bummed. The last 30 minutes or so since Terrell Bernard got hurt, have just – I'm crushed for that young man. And uh, getting x-rays, ankle injury – uh, but needed to be carted off, and that's never a good sign. Replays. There's some people like, did, is that the bone break? You know, like that whole thing. And I'm not. I haven't watched it. I probably won't watch it. I just. I feel so bad for him, and, and hope it turns out somehow to did, be. Did not look good. No, I know. No, I know. But yeah, man, just he's because we know the person and, and great year. Well, yeah, and uh, football wise, you, you know, Buffalo's got it. Fifty three men or fifty whatever it is, but uh, just I hate it for him as the person. Well, he's left the game, and now you see the Steelers are actually yep. doing something on offense. So, um, yeah, it's it's just a bummer in a lot of different ways. So, best of luck to Terrell Bernard, and hope it's uh, hope it's less than than what it could be. All right, Garrett, great stuff today, weaving in and out of everything. Uh, Jack McKenzie, Emery Winters, working on three sixty five Sports tonight. Tonight at 10.30 on the local CW. Uh, oh, by the way, if you can and when you do join us, we appreciate it. Spread the word. Hit the like button when you possibly can. And also subscribe to 365 Sports and what we have if you have not. For Paul Catalina and for Craig Smoke, I'm David Smoke. Thank you for your time today. And good night on 365 Sports.
This has been a Rogue Media Network production.